My friends in Christ, in the early 1500s, a gifted German artist by the name of Matthias Grunewald painted an altarpiece of great power and beauty. 500 years later, it still draws people from across the world to the French village of Colmar, where it graces a lovely chapel. At the center of the Grunewald altarpiece is the crucified Christ, whose unspeakable sufferings are echoed in the compassionate faces of Mary, his mother, Mary Magdalene, and the beloved disciple. Off to the side is John the Baptist. Holding the Holy Scriptures in one hand, he points intently to Christ with the index finger of the other. For all its anachronism, John the Baptist, after all, never stood at the cross of Christ, there is in this great painting a powerful presentation of John the Baptist and his role, this mysterious man who came from God to do one thing only, to point to the light. He was not the light, as we heard. He came to give witness to the light. Of course, we at St. James don't need to go all the way to France to see John the Baptist depicted in a remarkable work of art. We have only to climb those few steps over there into the Cathedral Chapel to see our own Renaissance altarpiece by Neri de Bici. Hard to believe, but our altarpiece actually predates the Grunewald one by about 50 years or so. Ours comes from 1456, to be exact. Near the center of ours is John the Baptist, a scroll in one hand that proclaims, Behold the Lamb of God. And the index finger of the other hand points to Jesus, not the crucified Jesus, but the tiny child Jesus waiting to be nursed in his mother's arms. Our painting is no less anachronistic than the Grunewald one, for John the Baptist was not that mature, scraggly figure at the time Jesus was cradled in his mother's arms. No matter. It is the Baptist's call that counts. The, his vocation to point to the light, and that vocation is a timeless one. Each year during Advent, it's the church that points to John the Baptist, as if to say, there is your model, Look to John the Baptist for how you are to live out your Christian calling, your baptismal calling. For my friends, like John, we are to be witnesses. Like John, we are not the light, but point to the light. We must. This past week, I reflected on John the Baptist and about what it means to make a good witness, what it takes to make a good witness. Three things came to mind for me. A good witness knows who he or she is. That's the first thing. A good witness always points to the other, never to the self. That's the second. And a good witness cares more for the truth than for what others think. John the Baptist was a good witness. He knew exactly who he was. When they put the question to him, who are you? He made it clear that he was not the Christ. He was not Elijah returned from the dead, nor, he, nor was he the, the prophet many awaited. I am only a voice, he said, only a witness, not even worthy to loosen the sandal strap of the one who is coming after me. A good witness knows who he is or who she is or isn't. 
That's the first thing. And a good witness always points to the other, never to the self. John the Baptist spent his ministry pointing to the other. He must increase, he said, as he pointed to Christ. I must decrease. I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord. And thirdly, a good witness cares more for the truth than for what others think. John Baptist, clad in camel hair, not the Nordstrom variety, and eating wild insects and honey, always said what needed to be said, what truth demanded to be said. And then, then he let the chips fall. And as you know, one day the ax fell right across his neck. Such can be the lot of the witness. I can never think of a faithful witness without thinking about one of our former archbishops, Raymond Hunthausen, who died five years ago and is laid to rest over there in the cathedral crypt on the east side of the altar. He's a man whose memory needs to be kept alive, as those of you who were privileged to know him will agree. During his 16 years, he led this local church, Archbishop Hunthausen more than established his credentials as a faithful witness. In all he did, he made it abundantly clear that he knew who he was. He was our shepherd, our leader, yes, but he never forgot that in the church, leadership means service, the humble service of Jesus who got down on his hands and knees to wash the feet of his disciples. And in the archbishop's ministry among us, it was always Jesus he pointed to, never himself. The question, what would Jesus do, was his question long before it becomes, became something of a bumper sticker slogan. What would Jesus do was the question he instinctively asked whenever he faced an important decision. Lastly, like a good witness, he cared more for the truth than for what others thought. In preaching the gospel, he took the risk of challenging people, stretching them, taking them often where they did not want to go, never stopping to count the personal cost. And there was a cost. There was a price to be paid, and he paid it. My friends in Christ, during these Advent days, we should thank God for the example of good witnesses, because we are all of us called to be witnesses. And people like John the Baptist and Archbishop Hunthausen and others, of course, show us the way. Witnesses know who they are, and because of this, they point not to themselves, but to Christ, who is the truth, and who frees them and frees us to speak the truth. But there is one more thing I need to say about witnessing, and this, this is the scary part. The Greek word for witness is martyr. All witnesses, in one way or another, end up losing their lives. But of course, in doing so, they find them. <laughs>